At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere. You cannot avoid it. It is in your head, and you have become a loyal minion. And for that, we are grateful. The fifth hour with I, Ben Maller, and from west of the 405, making his way into the studio, complaining the entire time, Hmm. David Gascon is here. Uh, no crowd noise today. No, the, the crowd, the can crowd noise not ready to go. They're tired. I was uh, I was calling football this morning, so they took uh, some plenty of time off after uh, being a rowdy and raucous this morning for me at 6 a.m. So ah. that's what happens, man, when you're working hard on the weekends. Well, I wouldn't know about that. Uh, the we- weekends. No, I used to work weekends. I, l- I actually liked working weekends. I had fun. It's a, it's a f- crazier crowd doing the overnight show on the weekends. Even though we have a lot of drunks and drug addicts and all that listen to the show during the week, but on the weekends it's like it's the the non-professional. Like we, I get the professional, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the professional. Um, I don't know how to describe um, the people that do this full time that just drink. But on the weekends it's the weekend warriors. Yeah, the weekend warriors, and so that's always fun. And uh, I have some great memories. Uh, Otto, the drinking dog, uh, that used to call up, and uh, tremendous people back in the day. It was it was just great. Wow, just great. Uh, so this now this podcast, the mailbag, a lot of mail. You know, some weeks we get a little mail, some weeks we get a lot. I posted earlier on our show Facebook page, Ben Maller Show Facebook page, and so it did help. It did appear to help. Uh, we got more email. Are you excited about that? I am. You you said mail. You didn't say email. So I um. Oh, you have. Uh oh, have mail. Is that mail? Is that listener mail? Okay. You know, it's it's always nice when you get mail from a female listener of yours. It is just fucking ah. amazing. Uh huh. Gosh, 
I just love siphoning off all your female listeners. All right. Are you ready? Are you buckled up? Are you ready for the the mailbag here? The first one from yes. the new studio. The uh, We will officially christen uh, the, the new studio. I'm excited about that. Bon voyage. Uh, uh, this is email. Now, if you want to be part of it, we love this. This is one of our more popular podcasts that we do. Uh, people uh, love to be part of it. It's great answering your questions. It's a ripoff of Ask Ben from the radio show, which I didn't get to do this week because I was, I was moving. And so this is going to make up for that. Maybe that's why we had more questions. But it's uh, very simple. If you want to send a question in via email, real fifth hour. That's real, F-I-F-T-H, hour. If you don't know how to spell real and you don't know how to spell hour, then I don't want you to send an email. But wait, real, wait yeah, hold on. What? what? Th- that's, that's dedicated towards Lee in Arizona, right? All right, calm like, down. Like, wait, All you right. just said it. So you, we haven't even, we're, we're like, Three minutes in, you've already ripped Lee. Well, I'm just, I'm piggybacking off what Lee's you said. Lee's a hardworking guy. He's got a beautiful daughter there, working his ass off. And uh, anyway, all right. Uh, first email from I'm a pilot. Oh yes, he's back. Another one of your favorites. Yeah, he he is back. I'm a pilot is back. Uh, he says, uh, still here, still listening. So refreshing to have David back. The nice. past couple of weeks was like listening to a Mozart. Concerto, perfection. Well, uh, that's a lie. So he's already started with a lie. I'm a pilot. You started with a lie. That's a bad job by you. Said he had to get his kids started in kindergarten. Oh, that's great. Nice. That's great. I've uh, been busy making my girls do two-a-day tennis practices <laughs> with without water breaks as that only weakens the body and the mind. Nice. Already working on the D1 scholarship. Got kicked out of the first PTO meeting. Yeah, that's great. Uh, as I demanded, we keep score and only give the winner a trophy. Everyone else gets a <laughs> blank stare. Uh, also, my girls will answer any reporter's questions, unlike that crybaby loser Naomi Osaka. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> says, fuck, I'm a good parent. Well, there you go. Yeah. Don't let the wokesters know about that. I'm a pilot. They'll track you down. They, right. they, they, oh, Naomi Osaka is a hero to the weak. She is a hero to the weak. Uh, they love her. They love her. Oh, my God. She's so important. She's so important because she can't answer some mean questions. Oh, God, no. <laughs> so oh, I'm a pilot brought it up. What do you think the equivalent is in tennis for the Oklahoma drill? Since his daughters are doing two days, like you need to have an Oklahoma drill, right? Like you need to go heads up. What, what do you do? Yeah, I, I am not. My knowledge of tennis is limited to watching the majors. Oh. I don't know much about tennis like uh i don't like the inner workings of like what it takes to play professional tennis yeah and all that uh i know the terms and i know the terminology from watching wimbledon or you know the french open or something like that uh i, I know all that but uh yeah by the way can you hear gascon there's a lot of heavy construction going on i right hear now. it That's, yeah it is a I, I i said in a previous podcast there is construction going on and now it is bleeding through the <laughs> podcast studio for the first time it sounds like there's a saw, like there's some sawing going on yeah. right now is what it sounds like to me. Well, this is so, perfect because we've yeah. actually probably gone like, I don't know, six months to a year without a complaint on the audio level. <laughs> so this Well, just, I think it's all right. I think, it, I think it, it's just background. Is it is it really loud? It, it's, it's like we had Bella. Remember Bella oh, right, was two barking weeks ago. a couple weeks ago, Bella, when I was telling the story about the dog. Yeah. And now uh, in the background, we have... The sound of a saw. The good news is I don't think they can have the saw going that long. Otherwise, they'll chop the whole house down, which uh, I don't think would be. Oh, there. See, it stopped. Uh, there you go. Momentarily. 
Yeah, I'm sure it'll it'll be back. But as far as I'm a pilot, uh, I can't help you with the tennis stuff. Uh, I mean, I could throw out some some bull crap and all that. But uh, the kindergarten thing, let me tell you. And I told this Jake Warner's daughter, his youngest daughter, uh, came over to the at the halfway house. Yeah. And I told her, I said, listen, you know, she's ju- she was just starting kindergarten, and I said, let me tell you something. All right? Everything you're going to need in life, kindergarten, everything. Uh, you know, everything else is gravy after that. And I believe that to be true. They teach you math. They teach you, you know, basic math a little bit, right? They teach you the, you know, the alphabet and all that. You learn how to read a little bit. I think kindergarten is the most important. Everything else, you know, they add on to it. But kindergarten, it's the way to go. Anyway, uh, the message continues from I'm a pilot. Just been flying to Tel Aviv and Tokyo. Mm. Have Germany coming up. Munich specifically. Oktoberfest has been canceled there this year. And no elf team in Munich, so I guess I'll be watching Netflix. Speaking of, have you binged on the F1 Formula One documentary? Uh, it's really good. Similar to Hard Knocks, but for driving. I have not. Yeah, I have been down on Netflix. Like, my wife loves Netflix. I've been more into YouTube. Like, I've found, which annoys my wife because we don't pay for YouTube. It just have whatever we find. And I found some really good, like, Cooking Guys, Pizza, there's documentaries on there. I've watched, not that you asked, I'm a pilot, but I, it's on YouTube. The, the Australian news channel did a documentary on Luke Longley because he was not included in The Last Dance, and it was really good and well done, well produced, just about Luke Longley and being part of the Bulls teams and all that. Michael Jordan was interviewed. Phil Jackson was interviewed. And it was great. Uh, so that's that's some of the stuff I've been watching. He says, you were talking travel last week. Might want to check passport expiration. Would be a great time to renew, boys. Israel, and more specifically, Tel Aviv is awesome. The beaches are great. And let's just say the views are astastic. All right. How about that? I need to go. I need to go with I'm a pilot. Uh, my, my passport has expired, so I do need to update my passport. Uh, he also says, keep it up, boys. And remember. What that great philosopher of our time, J.J. Watt, said, success isn't owned, it's leased, and rent is due every day. That's right. Now go run suicides till you puke. Oh, boy. There you go. Uh, I'm a pilot. You're, you're one of your favorites. We love I'm a pilot. I, I'm happy that he's a contributor on your show. Because yeah. everything else is just dreck. No, it's not. There's so many talented people, so many wonderful people that write in. He's the lighthouse in this abyss that we call the Mallard Militia. Yeah, well, you had some of your fangirls and fanboys reach out. I know, concerted effort. I'm sure there were text messages exchanged, emails exchanged. <laughs> Why do you send Ben an email? That reminds me. That'll annoy him. Send him an email. That reminds me. I tried his whiskey the other day, and it was really good. Well, yeah. Finally. Finally yeah. got around to it. I did. I did. Yeah. I, well, the hat that I'm a pilot sent, one of my favorite hats, it's an M hat. With a gray back. That's a good I, one. Yeah, it's a solid. It's a solid looking hat. It's a solid looking hat. Uh, next email from Tammy in Montana. Oh, here we go, belly to belly. Uh, she says, uh, "Thank the gods with David back. The fifth hour is amazing again." According to Tammy. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let McBain know that you don't like McBain, Tammy. A nomination for the People's Choice Podcast Award. That's good. That's incorrect. We have not been nominated for any award. Sounds like Helen and Stu like to brag about themselves. Nothing impressive there. Maybe Stu needs to get his erectile dysfunction taken care of 
so Helen doesn't have time to stalk David online. Wow, shots fired by <laughs> Tammy and Montana. What a pathetic life they have to waste all that time investigating, criticizing David and his family. I agree. I feel sorry for their grandson, Bentley. Apparently, they would rather spend time bragging and stalking uh, someone than being Bentley's grandparents, uh, Tammy in Montana. It's good. Well, Tammy, that's a little harsh. No. People have a lot of free time. No. And you know, when you're tired, I assume you have a lot of free time and you can... If you have a passion for a podcast, you could do a little keyboard research and do some investigating and find a few things out. No. So. I think she hit the mark. All right. Uh, next email uh, uh, says, hi, Ben. Grocery shopping. And I guess we should tell you this is from Helen and Stu. Oh, what a coincidence. Florida. Yeah. What a coincidence. Uh, grocery shopping and heard over the store speaker a commercial for a moving company that reminded Stu and I that you relocated to the remodeled Maller Mansion 2.0 this week. Mazel tov. Uh, it was the perfect Maller maneuver time to throw out uh, that overhyped, old, tough, and now freezer-burned tomahawk steak that Gascon gave you. Don't feed the wolves. Too late. Screw that. Uh, howl. And uh, there you go. Uh, let's see here. And uh, But enough about uh, Gascon. Enough about Gascon there. Uh, this His overinflated ego questionable work ethic, marginal at best on-air talent, and also Cal Show, and no-go, personal threats, bore us. How about that, guess guy? Hmm. Uh, ben, it's all about you, the good, humble, hardworking, entertaining, good mensch you are. Well, thank you, Helen. That is a wonderful thing that you just said. That is one of the nicest things anyone's ever written about me. Uh, she says, your name is on the Fox Sports marquee and Costco executive membership card. For a reason. You're that good. You're that good. Uh, a suggestion and a question. Like millions of your loyal listeners, we love Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Damn it, it's plural. Frustrating, though, when you and Coop seem to have some great jokes that you can read over the, uh, ter- you can't read over the terrestrial airwaves, which is true. Stu and I have the solution. On either Saturday or Sunday's fifth hour podcast, launch a new segment called Lame Jokes Uncensored, a safe harbor where you can tell those raw, funny, and socially woke jokes from the week before or from your vast email folder. But wait, there's more. See, she did that because that's a great line from infomercials. Uh, Tease us, please us. Seems like you can tease the X-rated jokes on the regular show and drive traffic to the fifth hour. Uh, Please us by telling those well-crafted but inappropriate jokes. We love your welcome. There you go. And, uh, of course, there's another question. Did you throw the tomahawk steak to the wolves or did you give it to uh, Bella as a housewarming uh, gift? And uh, Helen and uh, Stu, you'll be happy to know, and I think I screwed this up because I was supposed to read that at the beginning. Anyway, uh, Helen and Stu, <laughs> Stu I, uh, I have uh, the, the tomahawk steak has now been in, it's in its third different freezer. It's in its third different freezer, uh, and it is still doing well. It is still there. It hasn't got frost on it. And when the time is right, we will we will cook that up. We will cook the tomahawk steak. You should give it to the coyotes that bit Bella. Yeah. Oh, I saw the coyote, by the Did way. Did you really? Yes. Oh. We were driving back. I was driving back late, and there's a little, at the halfway house, there was a, like a little kind of hill behind the house that 
the place, the, the townhouse I was living in. And we were driving back, and the coyote was sitting on top of the the the, the hill. I, we think that's you know I don't know it might be a different coyote, but I, I would think that would be the same one because there's good eating there. Yeah, and, and the coyote was like, "Hey, that's dinner time." So, all right, Queen Roxanne writes in says Ben and David. Uh, David mentioned something about the upcoming football season, and hopefully Benny versus the Penny will be returning. Question mark. As I always listen to your picks and really have to take into consideration your curse. Also tell the Silver Sneaker Club couple in Florida to stop being stalkers. It's very odd. Uh, Sign Queen. Roxanne, well, we have nothing to announce about Benny versus the Penny. Football season begins in less than a month. The NFL season begins, and we are efforting. Is that what we're supposed to say? Efforting? Yeah. We hope to have We're on the runway. How about that? Yeah. But keep in mind that being in talks with people, having conversations, does not correlate often to a deal it's like dating these days i have been close to so many amazing jobs in broadcasting where i have been deep in the weeds and negotiation and nothing has ended up happening oh so i am i'm not even going to go into details on on where we are talking who we are talking to but we've had a few meetings over the last couple months with some very powerful people that deal with lots of money and lots of uh, you know, lots of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Venture capital? I don't know. I don't know what the word. Uh, they have a lot of expendable money to, to throw out, and uh, we're, we're hoping to find something. So, now, did you get the email I sent you from Ohio Al? Did you get that? Oh, my gosh, I did. I need to, I need to cue that up. That reminds me. Yeah, yeah. Get that ready to go because this is Ohio Al's email. And we should have played this at the beginning, but we can put this in the system, and then we can play this going forward, hopefully, if we have the logistical ability to do that uh but this is from ohio Al, very talented musician you heard him one of the stars one of the rock stars literally in the talent show it's blew it away we love ohio Al, very talented guy so happy that he's a fan and a consumer of our audio content anyway ohio Al says i hope your move into the permanent maller mansion is going well he says i would have paid for movers to do the heavy lifting but i'm older and lazier than you i guess well, it's listen, I don't know how old you are, Al, and you're probably a little older than I am. I don't know that you're lazier than I am, but you're probably not as frugal as I am. And I think the financial component of this is a big part of it. And uh, that, that's I hear, I heard the music. That leads us to this next part of the email. Ohio Al says, I, I heard you guys mention on the Fifth Hour podcast last week that you would consider having some kind of opening jingle for your mailbag segment, so I whipped up this little ditty for you. I hope you like it. Good luck. I hate moving. Ohio Island. So <laughs> do we have that ready to go yeah, here? here we go. All right, this is from Ohio Al, and you ask, you request, and it will arrive. Build it, and it, you know they will, they will come, or he will come. Uh, here is Ohio Al and his version of a mailbag jingle opening. Yeah, good, man. it's good. I like it. Short, it wasn't long. We don't need it long. We want it quick. You know, move on. The show keeps moving. Train keeps moving down the tracks. Yeah. Uh, we don't look back. 
Uh, thank you, Ohio. Yeah. And, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's going to become a regular, assuming you can work that out logistically, Gascon. That's Pretty good. At the beginning of the mailbag. Yeah, that's That'll good. That'll be like the, you know, we start out the mailbag um, bullshitting, and then we go into the mailbag, and then the point we go into the mailbag, hit it, and then it's Ohio Al. Yeah, it's perfect. And and it'll be perfect. And we'll play it every week, and you know who's, who doesn't like that? Yeah. That's, that's perfect. It's, it's wonderful. That'll become a, um, a continuous part of the show. For as long as I, I can imagine, you know, constant. The mailbag's not going anywhere. Uh, so uh, thank you. It's very good. Uh, and um, I, hopefully I didn't take you that long. But it's great to, to listen in on your work, to eavesdrop in on Ohio Al's work. All right, next up, next up, uh, Ben, huge fan from Boston. My name is Mike, and I have been listening to you since 2015. Well, mazel tov, thank you. That's 16 years. Wow. Any chance you could fill me in on the latest update about Half Pint and Brian? No, thanks for that. Uh, well, there's really a whole lot of nothing. There's a whole lot of nothing. So Half Pint, as you know, I assume you know, she was a very active caller to the show. And the last call that she made was in the middle of the night in the burbs out in Missouri. And she was playing the drums. She was getting ready for the talent show. She was going to do a duet with Beer Drinking Brian. And then she got, a few hours later, she got picked up on a parole violation. And she has been, this is back in July, and she has been in jail for over a month. She's had a couple of court dates. It has been pushed back. uh, And she will be in jail for, I think, another month. The next court date is in September. So I believe it's after, right around the start of the football season, the NFL regular season, so... Yeah, she's she's in jail and she's waiting word of whether or not they will send her to a rehab facility or they will send her to jail for five years. Now, we're hoping that they send her to a rehab because she's already been in jail for a couple of months and say, well, you went back to jail for a couple of months. Now you're, you're sober. Now go to rehab. And um, not that I think it's going to work, but you know, to me, half pint is not a threat to society. But I don't know half pint. Maybe she is. I don't know. She seems. Pretty harmless. Not to herself. She's harm she's harmful to herself, but I don't know that she's harming other people. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. I so, got you. That's the the latest. Uh Jennifer from Richmond, Virginia writes in our friend Jennifer. She says, uh, hi again. If you could travel back in time only once to before you were thirty, what's one or two things you would tell yourself about your own life, either good or bad, to look forward to, to prepare for? And do you think you would believe yourself? Uh, well, first of all, I don't think I would believe myself. I'm very cynical. So I don't think I would believe myself. I think, well, this is bullshit. This is just some kind of dream. This is not real. Uh, but the main thing, I was very paranoid when I first got into radio that it wasn't going to work, that it wouldn't. I wouldn't get to the point I'm at now. And I really wanted to get there. And I, I spent a lot of time doing weekends. I spent a lot of time as a reporter I started out as a board op. I worked all kinds of jobs at the radio station, and it seemed like a, it, it was like climbing uh, Mount Kilimanjaro to mm. think about getting to the top. Not that I'm at the top. I'm not. I'm an overnight guy. But to get even where I am, um, I just thought it, I, I might not make it. I didn't really have a backup plan other than like working at Costco. Not that that's a bad job, but I didn't. I just fully invested myself. So just to say, hey, it's going to be okay. It'll work out. You'll be fine. Why don't you ever then, tell me this? Because it won't be fun for you. No. <laughs> uh, <I don't>, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and, and also, and I've told you this, to enjoy the journey. You know, it's, it's about the stories you pick up along the way and embrace more of that. And I've tried to do that as I've gotten older. And also the obvious thing, you know, when you're young, you don't think anyone's going to die and you think everyone will live forever. And then, you know, I've been to a lot of funerals as I've aged and I lost both my parents and all that. And it's, you know, it's just to value the people around you that are in your circle that are they're fighting for you. And because uh, they're the ones that matter, matter the most and to not overlook them. And, you know, you get into fights with people and disagreements, but that's just part of being around people. But that that kind of stuff, you know, that's just like the basic stuff. Is that too deep, Gascon, for the, it's good. For the mailbag? Is that uh, too poetic? I don't know. No, yeah. no, not at all. It's what real. Would you tell you, what would you tell yourself, Gascon? <sighs> well, you're, you're, you claim to still be below 30, even though you're closer to 60. But, uh, you know, point that out. I just, I, I think the one thing I, I might, I mean, you hear it all the time, but like, don't stop what you're doing. Just keep going. Yeah. And like, if you're going through hell, just keep going. <laughs> Right? Like I've heard that a thousand times. Um, if you're in the darkness, just try to find light. So I don't know. I, I think more so now than ever, I would probably tell, I'd probably tell myself, well, if I was a younger version, I'd say try to engage and talk to as many people as possible because yeah, you never know who you're going to meet. And as you know, like being in certain cities and in certain towns, you live in this fucking bubble and you all think and do the same shit. And you know, there's no joy out of that. I think you got to get outside and get yourself more comfortable. I think the biggest regret I ever had, at least in terms of my 20s, well, two of them, but one was I never traveled outside of like Vegas, Arizona, San Francisco, and San Diego. I wish I would have traveled more in the United States and, and internationally. I, I should have done yeah. that. And I try to do that more now than ever. But yeah, like going, you know, I'd love to go to Kentucky. I'd love to get some bourbon, like go to some of those distilleries. I'd love to go. You down know what south. I would love? I would love to do is just drive, just slowly drive across the country, like stop off the beaten path, yeah, and just soak it all. In. I've never been able to do that. Well, you guys did California this year during the summertime. Yeah, I've driven all over California, but I'm talking about going from sea to shining sea, from the Pacific all the way across whether it's retracing the old Route 66 or just going all the way across the, the country and seeing seeing what's out. I've flown over it a bunch to get to different places, but it would be, be cool to do that. Yeah, especially because a lot of these cities are so closely connected down south and even in the Pacific, or not the Pacific Northwest, the uh, Northeast. I mean, you could take a train, Boston, obviously, you go all the way up to like Connecticut, New York, down to Philadelphia, D.C. Like those are accessible yeah. well, train that, rides. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm talking, like, I've done the whole I-95 corridor, but oh, I'm yeah. talking about, like, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about going, you know, out, off in the sticks, you know, where, yeah. where the people live, the, the heart and soul of America. The Badlands. Yeah, not the big cities, the big concrete jungles and all that. I've done, there's some fine, my brother drove from California uh, to North, to South Carolina and then up to New York. My, took my dad's car when my, after my, Father passed in. He said there's like amazing like barbecue places, like little hole in the wall barbecue places yeah. that he found. That now, whenever he drives that, you know he'll always stop there. And so that's good. How long did that take cool. him? Like a couple weeks? Um, no, no, he he did it in like maybe. Ten, well, I guess it it was close to. It was like ten days. It wasn't yeah. full two weeks, but it was close to. That's yeah, solid. he stopped. He went to Utah, then he went down and went through the south and trying to avoid the weather. Sure. So he had to keep an eye on when the storms are coming through. 
Uh, Pierre from Springfield, Massachusetts, home of the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame, where you can see Muffet McGraw, says, I would like, uh, number one, I would like to commend your sidekick for his volunteer work, but I know he has issues with the phones. Does he only take calls from women <laughs> there as well? That's good. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. And and, and so, Pierre, Gascon, you don't have to praise him. He's now quit his, uh, his job as a volunteer. <laughs> so you can retract that compliment. Uh, question number two, when will you be appearing on the Mallertown podcast, seeing that Mr. 405 beat you to the punch? Oh, my. Is that right? Were you on the Mallertown podcast, Gascon? Yeah, yeah. I was on there uh, last week when I was... Well, I have uh, not been invited. No. I have not been invited to go on there. Now, when do they record the Mallertown podcast? Is it... I don't know. I, I went on last Saturday with them, so I don't know if their schedules are, are different. But I thought like the Mallertown podcast is more behind the scenes. Like, I'm... I don't know if they want to have me on. Maybe yeah. they want to have a coupon and Eddie and you and God, I hope they don't put Brian Finley on there. But that would be bad. But but like the, the the random people like around the show and then they'll put other callers on, I would imagine. I think that was the the plan. Yeah, I don't Ozzie know. Guy. I don't yeah. know. It's a collaboration between Ozzy Guy and Queen Roxanne, right? Yeah. And they're putting putting it together. Uh, let's see who is next. Oh, Pierre said also, don't ever retire the instant advice line. I look forward to hearing the from Fuzzy Fudgy every week. And that guy needs a Twitter account stat. I'm surprised nobody started a parody account. Most of our listeners that aren't on Twitter, like a, there's a Dick and Dayton Twitter account. There's a Tammy in Montana. <laughs> Jesus. Twitter. Like they're not on Twitter, at least not under those names. Yeah. Uh, Barry from Nashville. Yo, yo, ma, Benny. He writes in. I know you're probably, you probably missed my questions and were wondering what the hell happened. I did. I always said, well, where's Barry's question? Uh, well, you know, every week when I'm putting the thing together, where's Barry? No Barry. Nothing. What happened to Barry? Anyway, uh, Barry says, well, I had to take a few weeks away as coming up with these questions really took a toll on my mental health. I learned from Naomi Osaka that I am probably also creating mental health issues for you by asking these pro- you know, probing, bullying questions. Apologies. Well, thank you, Barry. (laughs) I needed a therapy dog. Email continues. But I have been listening all the time, and I did have to say that regarding toilet paper, your answer is wrong. The correct answer is definitely under. I am sure Gascon will agree. No question this episode as I – no question this episode as I need – to ease myself back into these questions as I am feeling anxiety settling in. Uh, well, okay, I completely understand, Barry. Uh, well, no, you're wrong. The The person that did the patent, Barry, the person that put the toilet paper roll patent on the record said the proper way on the patent to hang toilet paper is over the top. So if you're doing it underneath, you're going against the wishes and the wants and the desires of the person that created one of the great devices in human history, the toilet paper roll. So that's a bad job by you. It's a bad job by you. And it's just more disgusting when you go under because your hand, your dirty hand, when you wipe that second wipe, you might have some shit on it and it touches like the wall and it's disgusting. Did I describe that properly? Yeah. All right. Uh, Greg in Iowa. Greg in Iowa writes, and he says, was that David Gagon, Brian Finley, or Ryan McBain behind the bushes over there watching you move into the new Maller Mansion? Yeah. I could see all three of you guys out there. Brian, definitely. I don't know about McBain. McBain's a, he's an introvert. I don't think he would do it. 
Gagon would be taking notes to make sure everything was high end in okay. the Mallor Mansion. You know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, west of the 405. Carlos in Houston, Texas says, Men, you always say that the internet never lies, but the internet says that your, your net worth is between one in five million dollars. Closer to five. So, yeah, right. <laughs> so if that's the case, will you be buying Tesla stock like Mr. Gascon? Also, David, it's great to hear your back he says uh, wow. question for david what are you getting out of doing these football games in europe what's your end of the game uh, money i would think i don't know is it uh, financial i guess you're making a little bit of money or? yeah i mean well money and an opportunity i i think that uh, i had some good advice from from a colleague that said if you're uh, he works in he works in entertainment and he says if you're not getting the work, then you got to either make the work, which means like producer, right, or or find another another avenue. So, yeah, I mean, I'd love to have more opportunities where I'm at now, but if I'm not getting them, I, I got to go outside the normal domain, and it's caused me to go internationally. So, a lot of places want to have good tape; they want to have you know higher level of of um, of games that you're calling, and uh, this isn't obviously Division One college football, but these guys have played college football. A lot of them are professionals. So I'm just trying to get as much as I can. And hopefully, I mean, all it takes is one. So uh, I'm hoping for that one be, <laughs> to happen sooner rather than later. But, uh, yeah, you know, I just got to stay in the game for as long as I can. Hold on. Yeah. Well, and there's the other thing. We all have the same neurosis in the media business that, especially in radio, like you never want to turn down a gig. Yeah. Because you don't know when the phone's going to stop ringing and you turn down a gig. And plus, a lot of this is it's just basic networking. Like the people you work with on these European football games, some of those people are going to end up running media companies. Yeah, they're going to pop. Yep. And you know, I've, hell, I've, I've just in my radio, I, I know a number of people that have become program directors, management people in radio. They were your interns, right? Yeah, some of my old interns have become program directors. So it's, you never know yeah. who's going to make it, and 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 that's one of the another one of the reasons that you should not treat people below you like an asshole right. and a schmuck. I try to treat everyone the same, and I really do. I don't whether you're a you know I've been fortunate enough to know millionaires and, and billionaires, but I maybe I treat them like assholes, like I treat regular people, but I treat pretty much everyone the same. I try to. Yeah, I don't really get all worked up about you know. It's nice that you have a lot of money and stuff, but I don't. I don't really care about that kind of stuff. Anyway, right? <laughs> uh, it's not my money. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> All right, Adrian in the mile wait, wait, high. You didn't answer his question. Oh, what was his question? Are you going to buy some Tesla stock? No. Oh, come no, on, no. man. No, no. My stock portfolio has done very well. I, I, all my money is going to the house right now, and the renovation and all that. So I'm not investing anything else other. Than, you know, once this is done and we do the the bookkeeping on everything. And I'll see how much I have left. Okay. Then I'll then I'll play around with it. But no, not not doing that. But the stock has gone up. I was able to buy when Apple split. I bought some Apple. That's gone up a lot. So that's done done very well. Uh, a few other. A lot. Of, I love these stocks that pay dividends. Yeah. There's a lot of Apple's lot, one of them. A, well, yeah, but it, I'm talking about like every month or every every couple months they'll pay some of these things and. That's pretty pretty cool. Like I've and a lot of them are, are relatively inexpensive, like five ten bucks. You know, it's not a hundred dollar stock or something like that. 
and you get a little bit. You know, it adds up. Every little bit, every cent adds up. Right. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, he said, anyway, uh, here we go. Uh, feel free uh, to, uh, this is from uh, Adrian in the Mile High City. Feel free to share my story about Ace Rental Car near LAX. As we get further away from our trip to L.A., I'm not sure if we'll ever see the bag again. Remember, the UPS store I needed to get the bag uh, to is a four-minute drive. So anyway, let me give the stories out of context. Let me give the backstory. So Adrian had sent an email. He took his family. He's a big fan of the show. He took his family out to Disneyland, and they rented a car from Ace Rental Car. And again, this is his story. I don't have any way of verifying it. This is his story. I want to clarify that. Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but I, I like Adrian, and so we'll tell you his story, and then we can react to it. Just that's for the lawyers, Eddie. Uh, or Eddie, I called you Eddie. Gascon. That's for the lawyers. So, but anyway, here's the here's the point. So, uh, Adrian had a very bad experience. He left by mistake a bag in the rental car when he was in a rush to get to the airport. Right? We've all done that. You're turning around a car, big pain in the ass. Um, so anyway, he uh, he he returned the rental car and he realized at some point I forget exactly the details, but he, he realized I forgot the bag. So they contacted the car rental place and said, hey, we left our bag. They said, well, we have the bag. We have the bag. And Adrian says, great. Um, can you please return it? Go to the UPS store. I'll, I'll pay for everything. Just, just return it. It's a four-minute drive from the rental car place to the UPS store. 
And not a single person, according to Adrian, again, this is his story, not a single person from Ace Rental Car was willing to drive the bag over there. And Adrian says it pisses him off, you know, that you know, they could not do a small favor. They spent a ton of money, he and his family. You know, it's a hard, you know, hard-working, blue-collar family. They spent a lot of money renting the car for five days. And he was willing to pay for everything, and he just needed the uh, to get to the UPS store. And they would not do it. They would not do it. And uh, so, yeah, so that's, uh, that's the deal uh, from, from Adrian. And he actually asked if I could do it or you could do it, and our, both our schedules were not. Not able. I'm not near LAX at all, and I've been dealing with the moving stuff, uh, so I wasn't able to do it. Uh, he says, uh, are you able to drop the weekend podcast earlier than 6 a.m. Pacific time? That would be cool if you could. Well, yeah, I mean, we could drop them whenever, right? I mean, we have the yeah. ability to drop them whenever. Why did we do, I think on Friday we do the 6 a.m. time. Because of your show. Because of the show. But, yeah, on Saturday and Sunday we could do it earlier. Yeah. How how early are you looking for? Six is seven a.m. in Denver Mountain Time. Yeah, six a.m. Well, no, wait, no, no, no. The math on that is it six a.m. It's six a.m. Pacific time. We do it. Yeah, six a.m. Pacific. Yeah. Okay, so nine a.m. Nine a.m. on the east. east. Yeah, we could drop it earlier. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Should we do the Saturday Sunday one? <clears throat> what do you think? Seven Eastern. I mean, it's fine. Four. Yeah, I can put it whatever. I'm just trying to think, like, the whole point is, like, people will wake up and see it on their phone, but they still wake up and see it on their phone if it's earlier, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, if, Adrian, your wishes are command. There you go. Mike in Tampa Bay, Florida, says, we need you back in the Tampa Bay market. The local station 1250 does not carry you anymore. Oh. Lo- lonely and desperate in Tampa. That sucks. Yeah, Mike... Uh, let me give you the boilerplate response here. First of all, we do a syndicated show. Stations pick up the show, drop the show. We've been on and off the radio in Tampa. If you've been listening over the years, we've been on several different radio stations, some big, some small. It's just the politics of radio. Big media companies and formats change. The good news is that you can hear the show several ways. Like in the old days, when I first got into syndicated radio, like I was doing weekends, and you could only hear the show via the syndication. But now there's satellite radio, the Sirius. If you're in, if you're into it, you, a lot of great broadcasters on Sirius. Our show is on Sirius. Occasionally, we get covered up by soccer, European soccer, or something like that. Uh, but we're on Sirius. And then, if you just want to stream, if you're able to listen to the stream and it doesn't kill your data plan, if you have unlimited data, iHeart Radio app is wonderful. Uh, the company wants us to promote that, so we do promote that. But there's other apps that also stream the show, but I shouldn't promote those. I don't even know the name of them. But there's many different ways you can hear the show. Um, and you're not just limited to radio. But I, I realize that people are creatures of habit. I'm a creature of habit, as I've said many times on the podcast. And you are used to listening to consuming radio, audio content on the radio. And it's a pain in the ass to, to, to do it differently. The cool thing about these phones in most cars now, unless your car is a jalopy, an old car, Bluetooth. You can hook, yeah, you can hook up via Bluetooth. It's just like on the radio. It's amazing. My God, in fact, most of the radio I listen to, I'll listen to a lot of different stuff on the iHeart app. I, I use some of the other apps. 
even some of the competitors. Because uh, I like to listen, uh, you know, to different different sounds and different things and whatnot. Not a lot of sports radio, but I'll listen to different uh, formats of radio, talk radio, regular talk radio, things like that. So yeah, um, so that's the answer, Mike. Uh, Rob from Lincoln, Nebraska. Hey, again, this is a follow up to a question we got earlier from our guy Yo Yo Ma Benny. And uh, Nashville, this uh, follow-up, uh, let me find it here. Uh, Robin Lincoln says, settle a lifelong debate. Once and for all, do you pull toilet paper from the top or roll it uh, out under? And again, Rob, the proper way is over the top. Uh, and if you go to a house and you see toilet paper underneath, someone has messed up. Whether it's the parents teaching the kids or the kids just effing up. Now, the proper way, the way it's supposed to be done the way it's supposed to be done is to drop it down over the top. That's what, the, again, you're laughing at me. Yes, <laughs> I can't believe this but, is a topic of conversation. No, this is very important. Uh, this is the kind of thing people talk about, okay? They don't give a shit about my opinion about sports. These are the kind of things people care about. <laughs> this is what resonates with the hearts, minds, and souls of the listener to the Fifth Hour Podcast. Uh, but no, seriously, I mean, we, we brought it up. I mean, it's a great story. They, they looked it up. Uh, uh, researchers looked up the original paperwork for the patent of the toilet paper roll, and the patent shows the proper way to hang the toilet paper is over the top. And that's, I follow the patent. And it's not like underneath is better. It's not. It's simply not. Yeah. Uh, Chris in Maricopa, Iowa, says, uh, how about a meet and greet around next year's Field of Dreams game? All the Ohio dudes are on board. Well, that sounds like a great idea. I'd love to come to Iowa. I think it's you know, not that there's a lot there, but I think it would be cool to experience. I've never been to Iowa. We have a lot of, considering the population of Iowa, we do very well in the state of Iowa. We have a lot of very active contributors. Yeah. And I don't know what everyone does in Iowa. I know from some of you, what you've told me, you work on farms and whatnot, and so you're up early and you're up and you listen to the podcast or whatever, or you're... You're up late working on stuff in the barn. Uh, either way, I think that would be fun. I just I'm worried about the access. Like Field of Dreams, there's only eight thousand seats or something like that, and it's mostly people that are connected with Major League Baseball that get access to that. So I don't think that would work out. Where you could go to Iowa, we could meet in a cornfield somewhere, but actually going to the game, I don't think that would be realistic. Unless it's during football season, then we go to a Hawkeyes game. Yeah, now we could do that. I still need to go to a... I wore this Iowa Hawkeyes hat quite a bit. It's a good-looking hat. I'd love to go to a Hawkeyes game. My Karen Kay, my, my friend Karen Kay, got sent to, not to, Iowa, to an Iowa game, to an Iowa State game in Des Moines. For a, I think it was an Iowa State-Iowa game, but it was in Des Moines. Mm. And this, our affiliate in Des Moines, the morning show, sent her there... All her and the producer, not me, uh, and I, didn't, I was bummed out. I didn't get to go. I thought it would have been a fun time, so I'd love to do it. Uh, Derek, the chef, Auckland, New Zealand. What ingredients would we find in the ultimate Maller cookie? Now, Derek, could you make the Maller cookie in Auckland, New Zealand? That would be awesome. That would be. I don't know if, if he's an amateur chef, Gascon, or if he's a professional chef. Uh, I don't know about that. You know who's really good at baking? What's that? Steve Hartman's wife or ex-wife. Um, on the weekends during football season, this woman bakes cookies 
brownies. She does pastries. Um, she does muffins. Like she is phenomenal. Best baked goods I've ever had in my entire life, and I mean going into stores and and whatnot. She is phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. That's great. I mean, peanut butter cookies, mint, chocolate chip, banana bread, the whole smash. Yeah, so I haven't really spent much time here thinking about the perfect Maller cookie. I love, I'm a traditionalist as the construction continues here. A lot of pounding of nails. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm a little afraid to walk out of the studio. Literally, it's a bubble gas gun. Wait, are you wearing shoes? I, I do have shoes. Oh, on, damn it. Which, which I, 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 I hate wearing shoes. One of the reasons I got into radio is to never have to wear <laughs> right. shoes. Other than when I'm on the treadmill. Yeah, yeah. And it is, yeah, I've had to wear shoes a lot. <laughs> keep, keep in mind, this is like a two-story place I'm moving into, and the, there's no spindles, there's no rails. Rails, like, yeah. Yeah, because that's all been taken down. So you got to worry about nails, screws, wood. Dust. And dust, and, and maybe chips of tile. Yes. It's, uh, it's good. Oh, my God. It is <laughs> unbelievable. Um. Uh, anyway, I got distracted. But uh, the Maller cookie, I, I'm a traditionalist. I like the cookie, uh, the, the chocolate chip cookie. Uh, I like a, a white chocolate. Uh, my mm-hmm. wife does not. I don't mind a white chocolate. Uh, macadamia nut cookie's pretty good. Those are good, yeah. I've had some good uh, good cookies there. The Snickerdoodle. How about, what would a Maller doodle be? We should come up. Wouldn't that be a great one, the Maller doodle? Like a spinoff of the Snickerdoodle. A Maller doodle. But- what would be in the Maller doodle? Well, well, I don't know. Like, well, you said macadamia nuts. Like, do you like uh, a, a different type of nut or no? Like almonds or yeah, I cashews? like almonds. Yeah, I like almonds. I like cashews. I'm very nut friendly. Walnuts. Well, that sounded dirty. Uh, eh, not as big a walnut fan. Yeah, I like almonds, cashews. Obviously, you, you pe- peanuts, which are a legume, not a nut. Peanuts a legume. You wouldn't soil it with raisins, would you? No, right, no. Yeah. Uh, in fact, my wife she, she loves. My bride loves cinnamon raisin cookies. Why? I like the cinnamon part. I don't like the raisins part. Yeah, me neither. Even when I was a kid, like, uh, you know, when my mom would make dinner on Friday night, you know, for uh, Shabbat, uh, and you can get challah, the traditional Jewish Jewish bread, which I love because I grew up with it, but you can get it with raisins and without. But my mom loved the raisins. Mm. I hate the I hated the raisins. <laughs> I, I occasionally will buy a challah. Yeah. But I will get it without raisins because I don't like raisins. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm just not a fan of, and they're good for you. you sh- I should like raisins, but I just I'm not into the raisins. What about mint? Are you a mint I don't. Guy? I like mint. Yeah. I like mint. Good. I, I enjoy the mint. I'm a fan, fan, fan of the mint. Uh, now mint I, I guess this is a question because this goes back to our. I think we we're talking with a few guys about Disneyland. Are you a small cookie guy or a fat one cookie guy? Uh, yeah, so I've done it both ways. I've done it both ways. Uh, I prefer a hearty cookie. Okay. I like a big, big cookie. One of my favorite desserts, which I think is the perfect ice cream dessert, is a massive chocolate chip cookie, mm-hmm. not burned, cooked properly, with a gigantic scoop of vanilla ice cream, yeah. like maybe even two scoops, and then another gigantic chocolate chip cookie on top. Basic, delicious Wonderful. But the Mallard Doodle cookie, we could add to that, and that would be great also. That would be awesome. So I'm all for it. Uh, well, we got to come up with something there. Uh, and we have a lot. We have another one of these, these professions that we have you know, chefs and you know, people working construction, truck drivers, 
that are fans of the podcast, uh, pilots even. Uh, this one's from Mark in New Hampshire. He says, what's your guess on how many NFL games will be forfeited because of the new COVID rule? Zero. Yeah, I don't think any are. Uh, the train will keep moving. The show must go on. It is amusing, though, that certain players that have gone public about not getting the vaccine, they're they're going to be playing games in stadiums where everyone to attend has to have the vaccine. <laughs> right. So how's that going to work? Yeah. I'm not sure how that's that's going to work. Uh, next one from, uh, this is from Pino from Rome. I'm not sure which Rome. That could be Rome in America. That could be Rome in Rome. Uh, how's your gambling on games doing while COVID-19, meaning I, I think Vegas has a better advantage because it's harder now to gamble with all the shit with COVID. Do you agree with me? Uh, good luck on your new home. Thank you, Pino. Uh, yes. In fact, I had one of my worst years. I've been doing Benny versus the, Benny versus the Penny for years, and last year it was really difficult. Because the normal things that I use to handicap a game went out the window. Crowd noise. Fuck. Like, yeah. Crowd noise I, was huge and it wasn't existent. Yeah, it is a it is a factor. And the that last year the road teams won more than ever. Yeah. The best winning percentage. There's no home field advantage. Um so yeah, it is more difficult. I think it will be it will be harder. I I, I wanna I have a pretty good idea. I always have a good idea going into week one. And then by week three, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, but like the first go- I feel pretty good the first couple of weeks usually. Like I have a pretty good grasp of everything that's going on because of the job and keeping track of player movement, who I think can play and who can't play. Yeah. And there's some new coaches that I don't know a lot about, which like the guy in Philly, I have no idea if he can coach his way out of a paper bag. Uh, things like that. David so, Cully in Houston. Cully's another one. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's another one. Uh, Cliff from Nashville says, uh, Ben, congratulations on the new Mallor Mansion. Will you thaw the and burn the tomahawk steak? Another tomahawk. We have more email about the tomahawk steak uh, than anything. See, that's why I, I'm providing content, Gascon. Yeah. By not cooking it, mm-hmm. I am providing content. Sure. I'm going to put the age of it on there. I'm going to say <laughs> <laughs> the best of 20, was 2019, I think. Was it 20? <laughs> no, I don't know. Was it 2019? Yeah, I think it was because <sighs> 2020. Oh, maybe. Wow. Well, I don't know. I think it was 2020. Was it 20? Okay. I hope so. Be a better story if it was 2020. <laughs> uh, yeah. Eric in Omaha says, question for both of you. My best friend is moving to Arizona. Scottsdale. Uh, from, from Omaha. Have you guys ever had a best friend move away? And also, should I kick him in the nuts before he moves? No. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, kick him in the nuts. Don't tell him I told you to do it. But, uh, yeah, I've had friends move for jobs. I don't know about best best friend, but I've had secondary friends that have moved all over the country. And what I've experienced is you always say, well, we'll still be best friends and we'll still talk and we'll still, yeah. You know, you don't. You check in every once in a while, but it's not it's not the same. Out of sight, out of mind. That's generally how that goes. Even with all the technology, you'll you'll end up like looking at their Instagram posts to find out what they're doing and vice versa or on what on Facebook. That's usually how that goes. That's typically how that goes. It's how life is now, man. I uh people that are close in town, like proximity wise, and even people, yeah, near and far. It just depends on. Well, how. that's that is true nowadays because everyone's afraid to be around other people. Yeah, but 
I don't know. I'm not. Should I be? Should I be afraid to be around people? I don't know. No, I don't, I'm not like around a lot of people anyway. But I don't mind. It's kind of roll with the punches. Yeah, you got no choice. It is a silver lining. If he's going to Tempe, Scottsdale, then you have a great place to go visit your friend at because those are are great cities to visit. Tucson, not so much. No, Phoenix, man. Tempe and Scottsdale. Well, Phoenix, yeah, that's close. Itself is, but Scottsdale is the Beverly Hills. Yeah, they call that like the JV version of Newport Beach. It's Newport Beach without the beach. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Uh, what else do we have here? Fred from Spring, Texas says, what are your favorite kinds of music, eras, and performers? I have an eclectic taste, Fred, in music. I'm more about the rhythm than the lyrics. My, it drives my wife nuts. <laughs> She's all about the lyrics. I could listen to music that sounds, you know, the lyrics. When you actually read the lyrics, you're like, holy crap, that's terrible. <laughs> but I like the beat, and I like the rhythm. So I'm all about the rhythm. But... I do like Johnny Cash, and his you know his stuff's pretty poetic. There, the Man in Black, Johnny Cash, some of his old, obviously he's been dead for a while. Uh, I listen to a lot of that, but when I'm prepping for the show, I will listen to classical music or smooth jazz. I don't want anything with lyrics, and I just want something in the background. I'll also listen. You know what's pretty cool, and it's classical. John Williams, the composer John Williams, yeah, did like Star Wars and Indiana Jones and. Pretty much anything Steven Spielberg put together, he was part of. And a lot of that stuff's really cool to, to listen to. So Soundtracks are great. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty neat. Uh, Craig in Camel City, formerly from St. Louis. How is Karen Kay doing? How about that? We mentioned Karen earlier. Well, uh, could you add a few drops on the Ben Maller Show? And as always, I am the original endorser of the Ben Maller Show. That is right. Craig, when he was in St. Louis, says, I, Craig from St. Louis, endorsed the Ben Maller Show. Uh, Craig, Karen's doing well. I haven't talked to her in a, in a little while. I've tried to book her on the podcast. Unfortunately, she's working a radio gig when we record the podcast, so we've not been able to work it out. And I've invited Karen. Every year I've had the Christmas party, I've always invited Karen to the party. Every year she's had something else going on. She hasn't been able to attend. And we'll bring the Christmas party back this year. I'm going to invite her again. Hopefully she'll show up. We love Karen. She's great. And uh, but she's, she's doing pretty well from, from what I understand. She's doing like news, traffic, that kind of stuff. Last I heard. I think she's doing some DJing as well. So she's, she's doing good. Uh, Cubs fan Mike from Fort Wayne, Indiana says, uh, glad gas can is back. Hmm. Huh. Why did I read this one? Uh, ben is just jealous. He wishes he lived west of the 405. Uh, for both of you, what is your dream car? Uh, I don't really have a dream car. I'm not. I, I drive just a commuter car. I like comfort, though. I want a car. One of my favorite cars. This sounds so stupid. Uh, Lincoln Continental. I had a rental car, a Lincoln Continental, years ago, mm. and I sat on that seat, and I felt like I was on my sofa. It was like I was driving on my sofa. It was so comfortable for my ass. My God, was that comfortable. And uh, I loved it. And I've, I've not found a car. And I don't even know. That was an old model, gas-guzzling Lincoln Continental. Yeah. But it was so comfortable. And I want a lot of room and a lot of comfort. I'm a big, you know, long leg guy, kind of lengthy. Yeah, so, yeah. What about you, guys? Well, what about a car that you would love to drive at least? Like, there's got to uh, be a car out there. You're like, man, I would love to drive that. 
Well, yeah, I, mean, I don't drive that fast, so I don't know, like, the speed thing. I don't know, like, I go over, like, 90. I get a little freaked out. Yeah. What is your car of choice, guess? Can I do a <sighs> typical meathead guy with, like, a race car or something like that? No, I can't drive, I can't drive fast cars because I drive naturally fast. So that's just, it's a bad, it's a bad combination. Speed racer. Yeah, that's like. Speed racer. Yeah, that's like gasoline and. In a match or a blowtorch. Um, I don't know. Uh, I would love to, I don't know if I would really drive it a whole lot, but I would love to have one of those old school James Bond cars like the Ashton Martins. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. Those are pretty fucking dope. Of course, you would pick an expensive car. Uh, well, Lincoln Town Car is expensive too. <laughs> what about a Tesla? You don't want to drive a Tesla? Those are moderately priced. I wouldn't mind driving one of those. Of course, we have to be careful because if you get a Tesla in California and you have a blackout, then how are you going to charge your car? Well, it would have to blackout would have to last a long time. Yeah, well, yeah, it happened. Uh, <laughs> well, a lot of things could happen. Scott says, "I feel your pain, Ben. I moved several times in my life, and it's absolutely miserable." Yes, it is, Scott. Remember, lift with your legs, not your back. That's right. I learned that the hard way. Yeah. Yeah, I only had one incident where I didn't do that, and that my lower back was fucked up for a few hours. Kevin in Kansas says, uh, hey, Ben, I know you don't have to rush to the studio very often, but from your new mansion, have you already scoped out and practiced new driving routes or routes uh, for when gremlins uh, might strike again? Uh, no. Uh, in fact, I will now be... Uh, geographically undesirable to make to the studio. I have moved so far away that logistically, I don't think it would work unless, let's put it this way. If the line, the broadcast line went out, Kevin, an hour before the show and I was told it was going to be out, I could make it within maybe the last couple hours. It's a long haul. It's a long haul. So if it went out in hour three, by the time I got to the studio, the show would be over. So there's no point in me even bothering. So it, it really depends. But I'm hoping we'll have this is a new setup. It's a new studio. There's a new line. Obviously, these things happen occasionally. There's nothing you can do about it. But hopefully, uh, it will not happen. We'll get the Eddie Garcia show and I'll be on the phone. I'll just oh do it on boy. the phone. Well, How great will that be? Hey, phone. I'll be the guest. There'll be yeah. plenty of shows here on the network that have had hosts call and do their show from their phone. Phoning it in? Yeah. Well, literally and figuratively <laughs> speaking. Uh, phoning it in. Yes. Uh, a lot of people do that. Going through the motions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, shortcuts lead to long delays. I try to avoid that. You yeah. try to avoid cutting corners as much as possible. St. Louis John writes in, says, rem- uh, reminds me of a line from the Joker movie. They all laughed at me when I said I wanted to be a comedian. Well, no one is laughing now. You got that right, pal. I think he's talking about <laughs> Brian Finley. Mike in Vegas says, which NFL team or teams do you think will surprise us this year? By that, I mean going from worst to first in their division, making an unexpected playoff push, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So he wants – this is like a hard-o sports question. We don't normally do that on this show. We don't normally go there. But if you were to say, going back to last year, team that could make a dramatic move. Chargers. well, everyone's going the Chargers. That's cliche. That's not cliche. Yeah. It's a tough division. I'm not as convinced that they've found the second coming of Philip Rivers and Dan Fouts as everyone else. I want to see more. 
I want to see more. But the Chargers went seven and nine. I think another one, which is a similar argument, would be the Patriots. The Patriots Ugh. went seven and nine. That division to me is wide open. Yeah. I don't think Miami's a great team. Buffalo was a great team last year, but now they have expectations. Would you they, cons- they went six and oh in the division. Yeah. Are they gonna go six and oh in the division again? You figure maybe they lose one to Miami, one to the Patriots. So that becomes four and two. So then they have to do the same thing outside division. So just four and two in the division, assuming they have the same non-division record, then that puts them at 11. Oh, the math is messed up now because there's the extra game. Yeah. Right? The extra game fucks it up. But anyway, the point is they will not have the same, I don't know, 13. Are they going to go 13 and four? Man, I just they, can't see them losing to New England, though. Uh, the Patriots better defensively, better skilled players. They were actually in the game. Remember Cam Newton, uh, if I remember correctly, the game in Buffalo, I believe, he fucked up at the end. Oh, he did against them? He did against Denver? Seattle? Could have yeah. rushed it in? Yeah. So the Patriots, that's an, that's an easy one. Figure Belichick knows what he's doing. What about San Francisco? San Francisco was decimated last year with injuries, and they finished yeah, at the bottom of the pile. Um, I don't, that division, the Rams are going to be the team. They were good last year. They'll be good this year. Dude, I think, I think the Saints are going to fall off a cliff. Have they named their quarterback? No. They have a name. Yeah. That's a bad sign. <laughs> I hope they fall off a cliff. I can't imagine Carolina being with Sam Darnold. Like, even if he's a little better. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't see that. I could see Tampa going down a couple of pegs. Remember, they were a pretty mediocre team. Yeah. And then they took off the last part of the regular season. Right. People forget that. And anytime, any, anytime Brady has a bad performance, they're like, whoa, you know, they just overlook it. But he had some games where he was just kind of blah. Yeah. People forget that. It's like you block it out. You remember the good stuff. Um, so I guess I'm not giving you anything really good. I mean, the teams I like, like I could see Minnesota rising up. But they were seven and nine also. Like I don't see this. I don't Philadelphia. No, I'm not. I don't buy Dallas. I, I'm sorry, I'm not there. Boy, there's a lot of pressure on the Giants too with <laughs> Daniel Jones. I think Washington wins the division. Yeah, but they were seven and nine also. I, I love the I love the seven and nine. Yeah. I'm a fan. To, to answer your question, I'm a fan of the seven and nine. But I'm I'm down on the I'm bearish on the Niners. Are you bullish on Denver? I, no, because I don't believe Drew Locke. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, 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 I would go with Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe they will by the time. Yeah. They, I mean, Bridgewater's average. The problem with that is you got to have a great defense. You can get to a Super Bowl. It's very tough to win because then you need the, to get to that point. You then need the auto, out of body experience like the Ravens with Joe Flacco had, oh. what, 11 touchdowns? No, <laughs> no picks. <laughs> Yeah, or or Nick Foles. Oh, yeah. But if you don't get that, you have Rex Grossman and Jared Goff who got to the Super Bowl, but then you needed them to perform, and they weren't able to do it. Oh. They were not able to get it done. Couldn't get her done. Yeah. Right, which is the the old problem there. But I have no idea how long the mail, but I've just kept going here. I have no idea. Huh. Uh, well, how about one more, and then we'll put the baby sure. to bed. How about that? Uh, all right, uh, Joe from the RVA, Richmond, Virginia. Says, Ben, we keep hearing dire warnings about the water supply out west. One prediction I heard recently is that water will run out in 2035. And 40 million people will be migrating east for water. Are you all that concerned out there? Are you making plans to move before the great migration? 
No, uh, and I'm not, and I'll, I'll tell you why. And this is going to be an unpopular opinion. All right, I'm, I'm, what I'm about to do here, Gascon, is give an unpopular opinion. And one of the great scams of our time is the doomsday prophecies from certain scientists. Yeah. And it's one of the great scams. And look, I, I am not anti-science by any means. I am not. I, I love that science has made life much easier and much better for so many people. But I also don't appreciate bullshit. Uh, I don't. And science is all about you know disagreement, right, and all that stuff. And, you know, follow the science, they say. That's a big thing now. Science has been politicized recently. But one thing I learned years ago, and I've said it a few times on this podcast, is that the way scientists get a lot of media attention and thus money is by being pessimistic, right? That gets attention because... The, the way it works here, right, to get attention from the political class and the media, you know, they say follow the, you know, listen to the experts and all that, do what they tell you and all. all. But uh, there is science, but science consists of people disagreeing, as I said, and there's so many predictions that have been made that were repeatedly wrong. Didn't AOC say that within 10 years she says a couple years ago like we're all it's all we're all doomed or something like that I don't listen to that chick she's bad shit crazy I'm just using that as an example yeah she is she's nuts yeah. um but you what can, I've seen of, of her I, but I, I don't know you can look at the stuff here in California when people talk I mean I know that they do but they they really latch on to global warming and climate change yeah yeah but, but the, the point I was making is that they they went back and looked at some of these expert predictions 20 30 40 years ago they're all fucking wrong yeah um, and nobody goes back and looks. It's a perfect scam. It's the perfect scam. If you say something really pessimistic about how many people are going to die, the media want to believe you. Yeah. The politicians better not believe you because then they will have blood on their hands. And so it's this revolving cycle. And no one ever calls, goes back and says, wait a minute, that was bullshit. You got it wrong. And then if they get it wrong, they say, well, it's because of the report. We changed it. If it hadn't been for me, we, you know, we, we'll all be dead right now. Like Neil Ferguson in the UK with the COVID-19 deaths. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same, same concept. Like whatever you do, you say, well, that's see, It wasn't for, you know, uh, my, my decision saved all these lives with no <laughs> way of actually verifying whether it did or not. Like Gavin Newsom's campaign right now, he says, we are literally saving lives. Don't let Republicans... Push yeah. forward with this recall. Well, my, one of my favorite things is that in California, they, they, you got to bring the masks back, right? And there's there's scientific proof that the masks don't really work the way the way people use masks, like you know a handkerchief or a, a bandana. No, they don't actually work. Yeah, people don't like to hear that, but it's true. But people just keep wear a mask. You got to do this, you know. But but they don't work. Right. The way people, the way the rank and file, the hoi polloi wear a mask. Is useless, right? It's pointless. And I remember I got I got some flack when the mask mandate started. And I remember I was wearing a mask, and I was walking about outside, and there was a guy smoking, <laughs> and I smelled the tobacco, the smoke. I'm like, if I'm smelling that, <laughs> what other crap is getting? You know, you know what I mean. And I, but I, they have they've actually done the research here, yeah. and 
Again, oh, well, that's just that's politicians on the wrong side. They don't know what they're talking about. Well, I don't know if you know this, but if you if you test positive for COVID nineteen and you actually have the virus, it's an accurate test. Uh-huh. You can actually test positive up to ten weeks after your initial diagnosis. I don't know if you know that. And yeah. the reason why is because when they do the nasal swabs, those microbes that you got will stay in your system for a minimum of two weeks, but they could stay in you for at least 10, 10 more weeks after that. So when I've, I've talked to my doctor, obviously, about the testing, he's like, yeah, don't be, don't be scared or alarmed, but if you test out positive with COVID-19, it could be in your, in your nasal in your nasal cavity for up to 10 weeks. So it's possible that that happens. Um, I was like, so what happens? Like, am I able to go back to work? Like it's going to show up positive. Like, yeah, after, you know, after two weeks, you're able to, to be free of it. But yeah, I mean, if you're where, if you want to be actually like responsible and be sincere about protecting yourself with COVID-19, you should be wearing full PPE, covering your eyes, your nose, your mouth, and even realistically your ears. Cause the microbes can get into all those passages. So, you know, I wear an N95, but you get people wearing cloths, you know, these little, you know, surgeon masks. It's just all, it's all crap. Yeah. So. I, I hear you. All right. Well, uh, outs then. We, we'll put the baby to bed. Back on the radio from the, the new studio deep in the North Woods. Uh, we, we look forward to that. Uh, tonight, anything to promote, Gascon? Anything at all? Um, Has your episode dropped of you on the Mallertown podcast? Yeah, it did. Dropped last did. week. Okay. So right. listen to that. Um, yeah. Twitter handle, at David J. Gascon. I need to like, get it up to like a respectable weight limit. I know it's not there, but whatever. Yeah. I've kind of been treading water. I lose a few, gain a few. Um, mention politics, lose a few, win <laughs> a few, you know, that kind of thing. So. Uh, you get torched. I, I have listened to you for years, but you said something I don't agree with, so no, I can't listen. Thank you. Don't need to send the email. I appreciate it. I got it. I get it. You only want to hear people that agree with everything you say. I understand. We, okay, uh, so if we, if we do mention that you said it yesterday or the day before, if, if there is a guest... That's within range. Send it to the to the email address, and and we'll see if we could flag down that person. Yeah, no, absolutely. And we have some. I've reached out to some big names, uh, and unfortunately, I uh, have not not gotten much back here. Uh, I'm still waiting to hear back on the latest latest one. The shot in the dark. Um. So yeah, we'll see. But uh, usually, it, it's a uh, an interesting cycle getting the bigger names on. Yeah, they say who have you had on, <laughs> but they want big names. But the, it's like we had with the late Ron Popeil. Uh, he didn't want to come on because we didn't have big enough names. But if he had come on, then we would have been able to get other big names. And so it's a. But I think we have fine people. We had a great celebrity chef on on Friday, Andrew. Yeah, it was wonderful. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm gonna go to his pizza restaurant. It's good. So anyway, have a great rest of your Sunday, 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 and hopefully, knock on wood, we will have a big Benny versus the Penny announcement, but we need to speak this into existence, Gascon. We need the Maller Militia to promise that whatever Benny versus the Penny looks like or sounds like, whatever, you will follow us to that position, that point. Yeah. More on that coming up. Anyway, have a great rest of your Sunday. We'll catch you then.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.